Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If you want to know, Lee, if we want to know if Biden actually cared about those three troops who were killed, uh, rather or more than Iran, here's how you'll know. Okay. Number one, he will refreeze the $10 billion. That he gave them as a reward. Yes, a reward, because that's how Iran took it for October 7th. He gave it to them after October 7th. He unfroze the funds. Those are uh, funds that had been frozen, uh, that they had uh, earned. They were in Iraqi accounts. He will refreeze those. They've already drawn down on them twice. He will refreeze the $6 billion he has made available to them, and he will reinstate the Trump sanctions. Watch. He won't do any of those things. The Trump sanctions, again, were devastating. I remember talking about them. You can go back and read about that era. Literally, the Iranian people were running out of food. That is how desperate they were. Watch, see if he does any of those three things. He won't. And that, the the people who are going to watch that are, is, is, you know, it's not just us, okay, because it's maddening. Iran will watch that, okay? And as Iran sees, he won't even stop funding us. They hit us again. Then again and again and again. And that's what cost those three people their lives. Mm-hmm. And what directly led to this, and this is very simple to understand, um, Iran has hit us over 150 times. The Biden administration lied on Iran's behalf, got busted by NBC News, and said it lied about the number of severely brain injured troops this is a brain injury for the rest of your life this is not hey take an aspirin for a few weeks this is you're going to need care for the rest of your life lied about the number of troops to cover for iran iran saw that they saw it the president according to wall street journal refused to change course even after u.s troops suffered traumatic brain injuries a christmas day proxy attack attack in iraq left a u.s army pilot in a coma iran saw that can we even put the sanctions back on it? Trump had no can do. No can do. Okay. Can we even claw back the money that Biden has given them? No, we cannot do it. And my phone just went off. I'm sorry. I don't know where it went. It's unfortunately hearing it, but I don't know where it is. Um, so we're all going to have to listen to the phone. I'm so sorry. You go ahead, Lee. Well, you know, one of the interesting things that I've, I've heard about this and um, I'm, 
I, I have not been able to confirm, but I, I will go with this, the early reports. There's questions as to whether or not there were any air defense systems at this base on the Jordanian-Syrian border where these U.S. military personnel are. Apparently some 350 personnel are there. I think it's a combination of uh, U.S. Army and U.S. Air Force um, forces. And there's a question as to whether or not there was a Patriot missile defense system there. It doesn't appear that there was. Had there been, this probably would have been taken down because if this was a one-way drone, as what I have read, this is the same type of thing that we've been knocking out of the skies in the Red Sea that the Houthis have been, uh, you know, firing from Yemen toward shipping in the Red Sea. The question then is, why were there not defensive capabilities there? Once again, I, I don't have this confirmed. This is the impression that I'm getting reading some of the early reports about this attack. So it makes you wonder, are we doing enough to protect those in, in the Middle East? Because as you, you know, even though we were told a long time ago we were getting out of Iraq and, um, you know, all these other areas, we're there. We're in Syria. We're in Jordan. We're in Iraq, um, numerous other places in the Middle East. Um, ostensibly fighting ISIS. Um, but, you know, are we protecting, doing everything we can and should be doing to protect those who are there with the latest and greatest air defenses? Here's the other problem we got, and it's huge. This is another thing you would do, okay? You're watching U.S. troops get hit. What if they were to get hit by a nuclear arrayed weapon? doesn't have to be a nuclear bomb. A lot of ways you can use nukes. Headline, um, Biden given Biden Biden given chilling nuclear warning over attacking Iran after kamikaze drone kills troops. This is a, a former U.N. weapons inspector, David Albright, said the rogue state uh, he believes uh, is just five months away from having nuclear weapons. Um, they already have the enriched material that they need. Uh, for the nukes, right? Yeah. Okay. We're watching American troops get hit by proxies. And in some cases, one of them uh, Iran took direct credit for, right? Well, why don't at a minimum you reimpose the sanctions that bar them from buying a missile on which to deliver the nukes? How about that? If you're going to put American troops in harm's way, you know they've got nuclear material. They need the missile to la- to, to to launch it with. Why don't you put the sanctions back on? Why did you reward them from October by for October seventh by lifting the missile sanctions? They can now go with no repercussions and buy a missile from China or Russia. Why did you do that? That tells Iran you secretly love it when they hit our troops. That is how they will perceive it, whether you mean it that way or not. That is how I would read it. That's how a rational person reads it. Joe is giving them the money to buy the missiles. He's taking the sanctions off so they can buy the missiles. He's all but saying, hit us. Now, I've kind of got, and we go next level on the Battleground America podcast, Lee, as you know. I think our elites very much want and desire a nuclear armed conflict. They don't want to hold it here at this address, United States of America. They would like to hold it either in Ukraine or somewhere in the Middle East where we're not. Because it would give them incredible powers to, to crack down on us for speech and everything else. Um, in much the same way they tried to with Russia, you know, they used Russia collusion, uh, Russian disinformation as a pretext to crack down on social media. That was what a lot of it was, even though they were the ones lying about Russia, not us. 
they were the ones disinforming about Russia. I think they want a nuclear conflict uh, with a nuclear armed nation. They only have a couple of options. They either got it. They can either get Iran to up to nuclear status. I think that's what the money and the missiles are for. Uh, or they can somehow trip one with Russia. Russia has Russia hasn't been willing to play ball with them um, and really get down into a nuclear conflict that they want because they're going to get tremendous power in the homeland. Plus, yeah, all their buddies get rich at the uh, you know the military industrial complex contractors. They all get rich. Um, I think that's what they want. I think this is protecting Iran until they can get into it. They're not ready yet. War with Iran doesn't scare Americans. It's like war with Syria. War with Iraq. Yeah, okay, what does that have to do with my life? Nothing. War with nuclear arms Iran on the other end. That's a different thing. You can grab all kinds of powers. You got that. It's the new COVID. But without the release of a new virus. Sorry, accidental release of a new yeah. virus. I've been predicting this for a long time. They're trying to get in. So it's kind of confusing. They're letting Iran do whatever it wants. They're letting it escalate. They're letting them kill us. But yet they want to get into a war, but not because they don't like Iran. They also very much would like Iran to go ahead and uh, hit Israel. That would be, that'd be great, too. That, that is straight up Obama. I mean, this is a guy, think about how far back this goes and what Iran knows about. This is a guy, Obama Lee, was sending pallets of cash oh, yeah. in unmarked denominations in non-American bills secretly to Iran. Pallets of cash. Lies about it to Congress. Then admits, okay, I sent, I sent $700 million. Then was like, oh, I kind of lied. It was $1.6 billion. Admits all this. He lied multiple times. They, they, were funding the, the, they were funding the nuclear programs, what they were doing. Iran knows this. They know they can do whatever they want, and they are for now. It's going to be a very difficult thing to contain. I think that's the point. I think that's the plan. And look, the five-month timeline suits them really well. That gets them right before the election. Total speech clampdown if they can get it. I'm not saying they will. A lot of people take this as me predicting this is going to happen. Uh, they've tried this with Ru- they've tried to get into a nuclear war with Russia since Syria, uh, and Putin has kept his head. He's the only one with any sense uh, in terms of telling them no. I mean, do you remember when Hillary Clinton wanted a no-fly zone over Syria? Oh yeah, yeah. And the, and the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff are like, okay, that could cause World War Three. Yeah. I mean, we'll try it if you want, but maybe not the best idea. She said that's the first thing she would do as president. What nuclear war? So the idea is to have a war with a nuclear foe, but to hold it at another address that's not America. Just That's how, how evil these people are. I just don't understand how you could possibly contain that. Because the first tactical use of nuclear weapons by a, a third world power or whatever is going to escalate so quickly. Yeah. So quickly. I don't think they care. I don't think they care. There, there won't be anything left <laughs> to, to, uh, to govern. That would be the problem. Because this could very quickly get into um, a, a massive exchange. Anyway, in summary, watch for these th- th- these four things. Joe, and because Iran will, will Joe revoke the green light on the missile? Will he put the missile sanctions back so they can't buy the missile? Will Joe refreeze the ten billion? Will he refreeze the six billion? They're drawing from it now. Will he put the Trump sanctions back on? I predict a no on every one of those. That's all Iran cares about. Joe can go blow up a weapons depot somewhere in Houthi territory or whatever. Go blow up a weapons depot in Syria. Iran will yawn. And that'll tell them everything they need to know. They got the green light to kill again. Kill our troops again. And they will. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Okay, Fox News reporting just now. Texas is saying we will not comply with the Biden administration demand to let border agents back into Shelby Park. Ken Paxton demanding he's the attorney general of Texas that the Biden administration prove they own it. They don't. They have this weird legal claim with an easement. Until then, they're not getting back in. This was actually kind of cool, and I hope it I hope it remains the case. The there was Biden gave them a deadline. Of noon Friday to let the Border Patrol back into Shelby Park so they could continue the border voter drive, the illegal voter drive at the border in partnership with the cartels, which I'm going to get back into in a minute. The Democrat Party is literally fusing with the cartels in front of our faces. It's crazy. That's a different thing that's going on. But um, the Texas National Guard and the Border Patrol, in agreement, they're not playing ball with Biden. They're not doing this. So it was kind of cool what actually just just sort of happened over the weekend. Biden issues this, you know, demand that they vacate Shelby Park and allow Biden to go back to using the Border Patrol to break the law. Okay. Uh, The Border Patrol puts out a a message to Biden. uh, We're not we're not doing that. We're not going to arrest the Texas uh, National Guard. We're 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 not going to comply. So, this was pretty close to mutiny. Biden didn't want to test the waters and order them back into Shelby Park because he didn't want to risk watching the having the whole country watch his Border Patrol refuse his commands. The Border Patrol came out with a warning to Biden they weren't going to do that, and also blamed him for the crisis at the border, said it is entirely his fault, and they support the razor wire that the Texas National Guard has put up. So this is complete rebellion by his Border Patrol agents uh, via their Border Patrol union. So it it chop-blocked him. 
Um, it really did uh, because he he could not pull the trigger on his own deadline because the Border Patrol basically said, no, we're not doing it. So I don't know, you know, how much longer they'll go on refusing or preempting his commands, but he's kind of stuck there for the moment, which is sort of cool. It's this, this is the kind, we need to stand up to these bullies. This is what we need to do. These are not hard things. We just need to refuse. Meanwhile, the details are coming out from this bipartisan border deal. It is a nightmare. It is an absolute nightmare. By the way, Joe Biden doubled down uh, over the weekend. Literally, blackmail intensifies is the zero hedge headline, and it really is. Blackmail intensifies, won't shut border down. Biden won't shut the border down unless Congress coughs up Ukraine and Israel funds and allows 150,000 illegal immigrant crossings per year. (laughs) No, per month. He calls that shutting the border down. So you can see right there, this is the open borders. He's demanding 150,000 crossings. And there's a cabal of Republicans in the Senate. This is why we lose. We're like, yeah, that's a great idea. The details are coming out, by the way, on the bipartisan border deal. It is an absolute horror show. Uh, Senator Lankford, who's behind this, I, I I don't even know what he's thinking. But the Oklahoma GOP passed a resolution to condemn and censure him over the weekend for the border deal. That's how bad it is. It allows 5,000 illegal border crossings a day. So this is the Republicans joining in with the Democrats in absolute lawlessness. Hey, we'll let you break the law 5,000 times a day. Look, last week I said, can you imagine if the Greenville police said, okay, okay, y'all, you get five bank robberies a day. You can go shake down a bag, put a gun in somebody's face, do whatever you want, break the law. But only five. On number six, we're coming out to get you. We're going to arrest you. But the first five are free. How crazy would that be? That is literally what the Republicans just offered to Joe Biden. If crossings exceed 5,000 per day by illegal immigrants or 8,500 in a single day, the authority would be triggered automatically and the border will shut down. (laughs) Joe Biden can shut the border down right now, right this minute. He doesn't need all this. He's trying to get Republicans to join in the law breaking. So Langford sold out. So did Mitch McConnell. This is the cover that allows this to happen, y'all. That and the fact that Republicans fund it in the House and then pretend they're victims. But we just found the $20 billion that Department of Homeland Security is using. I'm sorry, uh, Health and Human Services, not Department of Homeland Security. Health and Human Services is using to move them into the country. So this is the money for the buses, the hotels, uh, for the planes. We found it. We got it. We know what to cut. And it was glorious over the weekend. Speaker Johnson putting out a tweet that he was so outraged about the border and he was standing, you know, in lockstep with Abbott and he got destroyed by people on our side saying, stop funding it, stop it, stop funding it. And and putting the links up, here's the 20 billion, cut it. Here's the $20 billion worth of funding. This is what moves them in. Here's the $1.6 billion worth of funding that goes to the U.N., Uh, to be given out in cash cards to pay for their transport up to the border, to pay for their clothes and their meals and all of that stuff and their hotels and hostels and all of that all the way up to the border. Cut it, cut it, cut it. So the tide is turning ever so slowly. The ship is turning. We found the money now. It's going to ring hollow when these Republicans do these stupid press conferences at the border pretending to be outraged while funding it the whole time. And look, I think that we kind of saw from William Timmons two weeks ago when he was on the show what the deal is. 
I think he wants to cut the money and he did vote against the last CR, so good for him. But he was in mortal terror that the that the the government would shut down because Republicans have lost those battles traditionally. Um, but he said, you know, he wanted to cut it, but we couldn't because the because the government was shut down. I disagree with that. Look, in the past, we've had shutdowns. We he's right. We have lost those battles, but it's always been over size and scope of budget, guts, spending like that. It's kind of across the board. Here's what we do: we cut the twenty billion dollars in funding. We cut the one point six billion dollars in funding. We cut all the funding for this out. We defund it. Make the Democrats shut the border down over that. I mean, shut shut the government down over that. Just that. Very specific. That's it. They're going to lose that. They will lose that just like Biden lost on Friday at the border. Biden is already at 18% approval. This whole thing happens because of the acquiescence of the Republicans. If Republicans start to fight, there's a problem. Let me give you another example of how we're winning, okay? All it takes is one or two people to say no and stop pretending. So when Abbott says not only no, but heck no, 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 we're not doing it. Oh, by the way, here's another video of us putting up more concertina wire, uh, you know, go pound sand, Supreme Court. Mitch McConnell had to suspend that bipartisan border deal. He had to announce, well, you know, it's not the time. We can't do it right now. All it takes is one person to stand up. It takes a Republican governor to stand up and humiliate that and say no. And Ron DeSantis did a great video over the weekend as well. Um, same thing. Saying, look, no, 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 no. We're not letting 5,000 in a day as a compromise. We don't, no, we don't have to do that. We, we, our, our compromise is no, no, no illegals. And shut the border down. We're not going to join Joe in crime. We're not doing that. So this was a total loss for Langford. This is a total loss for Mitch. Um, I don't think this bill is going to move. And I think that this has been a very bad weekend for the Republicans in power who like to double cross you by going on the TV and screaming, oh, Joe's border disaster. Look behind us. It's so bad. Look, we're here. We're at the border. Joe won't come to the border. Yeah, but you're funding this. You're, you're, You're funding it. We found the money. Stop. Stop it. Words out and it's not going to slow down. You can already see the black backlash on Twitter, which means you'll actually be hearing about the funding and the funding chase down next week because Twitter is where everything happens now. Uh, and the media catches up a week later. So this is all good. It's, it's all good. There's no bad here. Um, it's just not as fast as we would like, but it's but the wheels are turning. Finally, we are getting somewhere. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Breaking news. This just now breaking from the Daily Caller Foundation. It's their investigative group. This is an outrage. Headline, terrorist caught illegally crossing the border. Was allowed to roam free for nearly a year. Just let them go. Folks, they are practically begging for a black swan event. They are. Federal, here's what happened, according to the Daily Caller. Federal authorities caught a terrorist at the U.S. southern border, released him into the country, 
Terry roamed freely for nearly a year before being arrested in Minnesota just days ago. That's according to a internal federal memo leaked by the Daily Caller News Foundation. They were never going to tell you this. The individual who's unnamed in the memo is a member of the Somali terror group Al-Shabaab. He was released shortly after being caught illegally crossing the southern border near San Ysidro, California, in March of 2023. The terrorist screening center, quote, deemed him a mismatch after running his name through the terror watch list. However, uh, on January 18, 2024, the terrorist screening center made a redetermination that the individual was a confirmed member of Al-Shabaab and was also involved in the use, manufacture, or transport of explosives or firearms. Cool. They nabbed him, thank God, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, two days later. Okay, facts. Just to put this at scope, okay? We just had an all-time, because we have one every month now, an all-time record in the number of illegals uh, arriving at the border and let in by Joe Biden, 302,000 for the month of December. But we caught 19 terrorist watch list suspects. So these aren't people we just kind of call terrorists. These are people on either the international terrorist watch list or the FBI's terror watch list. Nineteen. To find that out, I had to read the UK Daily Mail. 19. Okay. For comparison, for comparison, it's 19 just in September. Those are the ones we caught. I guarantee you a lot more got away. In the entire Trump administration, all four years, we caught 11 terrorists on the border the whole time. We caught 19 under Joe in December, and it's a miracle we got them. It's a miracle we got them. Yeah, because Joe got to t- got to border patrols. They're busy. They're cutting concertina wire. They're running the border. Uh, voter driving means they're very busy people. It's outrageous. Okay, I want to get to the common sense retirement planning text line. Texter writes, "I'm with you 110. Uh, I'm with you 100 on Nikki being the devil in a dress, and I will vote for Trump on February 24th. Good. That's a Saturday, by the way." But she's already in second place to him, even if she loses big in South Carolina. Okay, no. So you got, this is, all right. And let me explain this. Because Nikki gets this, okay? Nikki's explaining this to us herself. Herself. She needs big numbers, okay? She's not, and she flat out says, I need to show that I'm building momentum. This is um, Yahoo News this weekend. I need to show that I'm stronger in South Carolina than in New Hampshire. Does that have to be a win? I don't think that necessarily has to be a win, but it certainly has to be better than what I did in New Hampshire, and it certainly has to be close. Okay? She is building the argument for her to replace Trump on the ballot after the March trial uh, in New York of Trump on the 34 felony charges results in a conviction. And folks, that is the significance of this Gene Carroll case. A jury hands out $83 million to Gene Carroll. No witnesses to the rape. No video camera. We first hear about the rape in 2019. She's on the front of New York or on, in the, the front of the cut section of New York magazine saying, hey, Trump, rape me. She's got on a dress she says she wore. 
She's asked, what year was it that Trump raped you? She's not so sure. She first says 94, but then it might have been 95, could have been 96. But she says she knows she was wearing that dress. One problem. It's a Donna Curran dress. It didn't exist in 94. They hadn't made it yet. Or 95 or 96. She couldn't have been wearing the dress. Okay. And she gets $83 million anyway? And it turns out her whole story is an almost exact match to an episode of Law & Order, including the made-up rape in the Bergdorf um, changing room of that famous store. She says it's all coincidence, even though she's admitted she's a huge Law & Order fan. $83 million bucks. Okay, folks. Alvin, Alvin Bragg's case is a joke, but so was this one. This is a New York jury, too. See the problem there? Nikki knows this. What she's saying is, I need to build the argument. I know I'm not popular in the Republican Party. I know people don't like me. But I need to be able to say, hey, I got to 49%. I got to 47%. I am the only heir apparent now that Trump is off the ballot. They are using her as, among other things, a weapon to tear the party apart. And she's on board. She doesn't care. You want to know what the outrage here is, folks? This, look, you want to know how bad this woman is? The Carroll case, the Jean Carroll case I just told you about. The joke of a case. It's in this case, absolute joke. She can't even remember the year she was raped in. And the dress she says she was wearing wasn't even made in 94. Who funded that ridiculous lawsuit? That, in fact, this would have been tossed out in a red state, in a normal judicial atmosphere. Who funded the lawsuit? Reed Hoffman, billionaire liberal LinkedIn founder who's raising money for Nikki Haley. So he's backing Gene Carroll, and he's backing Nikki Haley. And he wants every one of us in South Carolina to be like this texter. Well, Trump's going to win, though. Why he's going to win in South Carolina? Why do I have to vote for him? I'll be fine. Uh, he'll be fine. He doesn't need my vote on Saturday. Well, every person who votes for her or doesn't vote for Trump you're building the case for her to take the party, both socially to be perceived as the head of the party because they want to pick. Folks, in their minds, they have already convicted Trump and they are moving on to pick his replacement. Why? They want to kill the populist patriot MAGA movement. They want to choke it in its grip. Putting, they, they, they went, okay, this was child's play. We're going to put Trump in prison the same way we got $83 million judgment. That was easy. Now, let's move on to picking Trump's replacement. Let's do that. That is what that is. Okay? She has 12 fundraisers between now, according to the New York Post, and the primaries. The fundraisers have not given up on her. Our site is not, we, this, we're not understanding this. We're just, we still can't get it. Why would you still raise money for a person whose pitch is literally, I'm going to come in second? Because this is not a typical election. She is running for Trump replacement. And right now she's in the lead. And what she's going to say is, look, I beat Ron DeSantis by 20 points. I am the highest vote getter here. I need to replace Donald Trump. And they're shoving Tim Scott, by the way, at him too. Pick him for VP. Pick him for VP. Doesn't matter. You pick Tim Scott, they win too. He's the other Trojan horse. Folks, listeners to my Battleground America podcast, I told you over a year ago, these two would be the Trojan horses, and they'd be manipulating her into second place. You listen to Battleground Podcast, you knew this a long time ago. That's how nailed I have this race. 
I knew exactly who they would turn to as the Trojan horses to replace Trump. And look, look who's still standing. It's Nikki. If that doesn't show you how manipulated this whole thing is that I could predict that, why can't I predict? Because I can't predict what the voters are going to do. I can't predict how, you know, how good of a campaign someone's going to run, but I can predict what the elites will do with their money. And I knew she was their girl back then. She's always been a Democrat. She's not, I mean, it's not like she's a rhino, but still a Republican. She is legit a Democrat. And that's where we are. Exactly where I said we'd be on the Battleground Podcast. If you want to know where we're going to be a year from now, you can listen to the Battleground Podcast today. You can download it off our website. Text keyword Battleground to the text line. Battleground to the text line 71307 to get it where you find your podcast. So Apple, Spotify, anywhere there's podcasts, you'll find Battleground. And you too will know what's going to happen in a year from now. Okay, we're going to get into this tomorrow. There was so much else on the plate. Ilhan Omar, you know that nutty member of the squad? Well, video has gone viral of her speaking in Somali and saying, I am in Congress to protect the interests of Somalia from inside the U.S. system. Very scary. And in response to that, the Somali ambassador condemned her, <laughs> condemned her remarks. We're profoundly surprised, even shocked, on discovering the remarks made by Congresswoman Ilhan Omar of Minnesota in a recent public forum widely circulated on most social media platforms. The language she employed was regrettably unbecoming of both the office she holds and the constituents she represents. This is the Somali ambassador. Specifically troubling were her endeavors to revive the once violent, dangerous ideology of Greater Somalia or Somali Wayne, uh, which caused so much death, destruction, and conflict in the Horn of Africa. Well, that's what Democrats do is death, destruction, conflict. I mean, it's just, that's their belly work. That's what they do all day long, every day. Um, uh, she, she says, this was particularly bewildering for those of us who recall similar attacks uh, she endured not long ago. Um, racist attacks of her not being American enough and was baffling and was baffling to see her take a similar approach and accuse the entire Somaliland nation of falsely claiming Somali identity. Moreover, her ignorance of U.S. Somaliland cooperation in the fight against terror and piracy in the Gulf of Aden and Gulf of Barabara uh, was shocking, to say the least. Um, so, yeah, she's saying, look, I'm, I'm not American. I'm, I'm in Congress, but uh, you know, I'm an immigrant and uh, I'm here to represent Somalia, not America. And I think that's really reflective of the Democrat Party. They're not really here to represent America. They're here to destroy it. And we're seeing that with Joe Biden. Texture rates. Dear, I hope when people vote, they understand that these kangaroo courts against Trump are going to be used against them eventually. No, they do not. No, they do not. I, I, this is what I've been saying. The American people will begin to grasp their courts, at least in blue states, are not American anymore. They are not. They're, they're, I call them post-American. They really more resemble the USSR. I mean, you understand and you can go back and listen to the 8 o'clock hour, what was done uh, with this Gene Carroll case and how disgusting it was and extrajudicial it was, um, this, is, this, is, this is a show trial. And American people are going to figure this out over the next couple of years, the ones that don't listen to talk radio, so they're a couple of years behind us, that, yeah, you got convicted in the blue state, whatever. doesn't mean anything. I mean, you know, if you got convicted in the USSR, you were just somebody's political enemy. The whole populace knew you were innocent. 
Yeah, well, American people are going to figure that out, but I don't think they'll figure it out before November. Texture writes, Tara, Trump said he didn't even know her. I, I believe him. Texture writes, Tara, I wonder who the evil puppeteers are who are pulling the strings of all the power-hungry politicians and governments. Well, Reed Hoffman is one. He funded the Jean Carroll lawsuit. Now Trump's out $83 million. To compensate her for the death threats she supposedly received, but never submitted them to the court because she deleted them. Oops. Yeah, poor me. I need millions of dollars for the death threats I got. Oh, show them to us. Did you ever call 911? No. Did you report them to the police? Uh-uh. Well, can we at least see them? No, I deleted them. I'd like $83 million. You know who backed that lawsuit? That was Reed Hoffman, the same person fundraising for Nikki Haley right now. He's a Democrat. I make you mad? Good. For once, there's something you can do about it. February 24th, that is a Saturday. Do not forget, go to the polls and you're going to vote Donald Trump. We need to embarrass Nikki Haley in her home state. This is the only way to say no to the World Economic Forum. If she were a NASCAR driver, she'd have World Economic Forum across her chest. Every one of these 12 people fundraising for her has connections to the World Economic Forum, including, get this, the Rockefeller family and Karl Rove. Ugh. Yuck. No, 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 no. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.